Love Yours, an experimental podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Love Yours. And this season we are focusing on finance because it's one of those topics that no one talks about and actually it impacts every single day of our lives. So you're coming on a journey with me reading Black Girl Finance, Let's Talk Money by Selena Flavius. And so far we've just got through the introduction. But chapter one is all about your money mindset. So my money mindset, it's interesting, it's probably not the same as most people, or maybe it is, maybe I'm just naive but my earliest memories of money was like nine to ten years old I remember I just realized how little there was of it spare in my house and I made the conscious decision that I was gonna always be able to get my own money I didn't have pocket money so I couldn't like rely on that from my parents And so I started to think of ways that I could make money uh, that weren't obviously illegal or going to cause me too much commitment. I remember me and my friend Lenny used to sweep uh, people's front gardens for 50p. (laughs) And I'm telling you, we did a good job. Like, (laughs) we used to pull up their weeds, sweep out all the dead rubbish or dead leaves tidy up with like water their plants if they had plants like for 50p like that was such a deal I mean back then if I compare it to now 50p would have been more like two pounds but to us it was like okay if we do four gardens that's two pounds each so it started with just like front gardens I remember within my house I said to my mum if I do all the chores what will I get and so that was doing all the washing up three times a day breakfast lunch and dinner we didn't have a dishwasher hoovering the whole house from top to bottom so that would have been four bedrooms a bathroom a kitchen a dining room a front room and at least 24 to 36 stairs luckily because there were so many of us the council gave us quite a big house but also unlucky when you're having to do all the chores. I also had to take all the washing that was clean and fold it up and put it on people's beds. Change all the bins in the house. There was usually one per room. And clean the bath and sink. Those were the four chores. And usually they were divided between the four of us. But I wanted to earn some money. So I said, I'm going to do everyone's chores. How much will you pay me? And I think... First, they just paid me Mr. Kipling cakes, and eventually, I think I managed to hustle a couple pounds out of them. It's extortionate, really. The amount of time it used to take me it used to take me at least three hours. And then, as I got a bit older, so I'm talking like early teens, thirteen, fourteen. Uh, one of my neighbours used to pay me ten pounds, and I would go around there on a Sunday, and I would do all of her ironing. And she had four kids herself. So it was a lot of ironing. (laughs) Luckily, two of them were babies, so they were just little, little items. But it used to take me about three or four hours to do all the ironing. But to me, £10, that was amazing. And then as I got a little bit older, 
the local cab company used to pay me £10 on a Saturday to do four hours of delivering cab cards. So I would have to post them through people's letterboxes and I would do this and he would he would say, right, your shift's four hours and at the end of it, you'll get £10 and I'd do this every Saturday and that was £40 a month. And so that was a lot of the time. But when you think about it, I was only earning about £2.50 an hour. And they used to give me a radio to go around with because I was quite young and I was a girl. And obviously I'm going up to people's front doors. So he'd give me a little radio in order to like make sure if I ever had a problem, I could quickly radio in. So even though from a young age, I was really capable of making money, saving it was a totally different thing. As I said, I grew up like so working class. I've never been on a family holiday. That's all I need to say, really. And my parents always spent the little money they did have on little things to like treat themselves because obviously they couldn't treat themselves in a big way. So we had Friday treats where we could pick something in the shop on a Friday. My mum would buy it for us after school, which is probably why the money I did earn ended up going on like sweets or magazines or just nothing substantial nothing important just the things that my parents wouldn't buy me that other children's parents would and so I would just use my money that I'd worked so hard to earn to buy for myself in black girl finance Selena says your money habits are developed by seven years old and in my house there was no discussion of savings in fact my sister who was probably the best she was the youngest at the time and was the best at saving would end up losing out because my dad would spend it she he I actually remember him going into her room into her piggy bank and taking the money out of her piggy bank to go buy cigarettes or lottery tickets like <laughs> it's just wild imagine the youngest person in the household has the most amount of savings and even then they get spent by the adult how embarrassing is that I could never imagine doing that to River and Selena talks about her mum got kicked out of her house and had to fend for herself and that's basically what happened to me so at 18 years old saving had never been a thing but it was not even an option anymore because it was about surviving which is ironic because my grandma even as an adult has financially supported my mum but my parents were never those people to me. Selena also talks about how money was never allowed to be talked about in her house. I think in my house it was the opposite. It was made really obvious to us that we were poor. We were reminded all the time, like daily, even though I never felt poor as a child but my dad always brought up how little money there was and the fact that we were poor and then on the flip side my mum decided that the best thing to do was to keep up with the Joneses and keep up with appearances and so she would max out credit cards or catalogues and we always had really nice clothes or like really nice shoes like quality stuff she loves M&S and Litterwoods is all I remember growing up but then within the house we were living on like ice and frozen meals it was ridiculous I remember when the boiler broke and my dad left it broken for about eight months and every day I had to get up at like five six in the morning to boil kettles 
to bath and get ready for school i remember him making us eat plain rice for every meal as a punishment me and my sister used to pile soy sauce on it because he said we needed to appreciate food and understand that some people don't even have food so we needed to appreciate food more we needed to appreciate the hot water but even still I guess I was quite a happy child because in my heart I didn't feel poor I just thought that was how people lived and this was normal life Selena mentioned some really common sayings that get said in black communities in households including money doesn't grow on trees you can't take it with you when you're gone rich people are cheats or fraudsters according to my dad they're all illuminati i only want enough to get by money is the root of all evil these sayings were the same in our household even though like our households were different my parents definitely made me think i didn't need to worry about saving as long as i had enough money for what i wanted i could go make more when i needed it rather than budgeting it and I think the first time I really appreciated the value of a pound was being made homeless I remember one point being in between flats and I was coming home I was hungry and I went into the shop to buy I think it was pasta sauce because I knew I had pasta at home and I literally as I walked into the shop there was a homeless guy saying have you got any change have you got any change and I had exactly one pound on me and I said sorry mate this is all I've got and I went into the shop and the pasta sauce was like one pound sixty or something and I just thought you're gonna have to eat plain pasta and then when I came out of the shop he was still there and I said you know what you might as well have this pound because I can't even buy what I need for dinner And I hope he spent it on food. But it was so bad that I couldn't even buy pasta sauce. So I think that throughout my whole childhood, saving and budgeting was just really overlooked. And it's great because in the book, Selena gives you like practical activities to really make you think and assess your behavior it's almost like a form of therapy as I'm reading it and I need that because even within my marriage now my husband hates talking about money so similar to my last series of love yours this message of who's in your circle challenging you and pushing you to have these important conversations and focus on developing good habits is so important and on that note I'm gonna leave you with this quote that I feel really reflects everything Selena's talking about in this chapter of money mindset and I really want you to also think about how you think about money if you're joining the book club and reading along then you can take part in the activities that Selena sets out but otherwise just have a think about how when you think of money maybe do a brainstorm what comes to your mind and that will help you determine what your money mindset is so to leave you on this quote from nina simone she said what kept me sane was knowing that things would change and it was a question of keeping myself together until they did and that's literally what i've had to do so it really resonates with me that quote in the next episode we're going to be talking budgeting 
chapter three. But until then, make sure you subscribe, like, comment, share, and I'll speak to you on the next episode. Love Yours, an experimental podcast podcast 